something like that what is up everyone we are here we are back we have transformed it's gimmick change time baby oh yeah it's super kick weekly now baby what is up super kick weekly the brand big veto t back in a new form uh, we've had a little bit of a gimmick change here, but hey, welcome. Welcome aboard. Brand new. Welcome aboard indeed. Brand new boat. Yep. Big Vito team, my man. How's it going? It's going good. I'm looking forward to this new rebranding. Yes, a rebranding. Super Kick Weekly, uh, this show is basically the, the thought, the, the ethos, the idea is that we're going to basically try to cover the week in wrestling uh, every week. Basically the fastest, uh, most information packed and opinionated <laughs> packed uh, 60 minutes you can find uh, in podcast form, YouTube, or elsewhere. And, you know, that's not a hard time limit, of course. Uh, sometimes we may end up in the time limit draw. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh. You see what oh. I did there? Only <laughs> only Vito will get that uh, little joke there. Hey. But If we go over, we're going to have tons of producers in the back yelling at us. We don't want that. <laughs> right. Yes, our producers, our road agents, you know. Yeah. Keep your timing. Keep your timing. Right. You know, Vince is going to be there. It's going to be a whole thing. But <laughs> yeah. Here we are. You know, it's been a couple months here, uh, my man. Yeah. So, of course, we can't really catch up on, you know, the past and bring us to here. But this is a new beginning. Like I said, we're going to yeah. hit all the stuff uh, from WWE, from AEW throughout the week and kind of splice in. And who knows? Well, you know, we might do other stuff as well. This is just kind of a mission statement, though. I figured would be a good time to cover that uh, in the first couple minutes of this podcast existence. So here we go. For sure. Let's do it. We are officially the 5 millionth and 100,937th podcast ever started. So, um, I'm excited. Congrats to us on that. Let's give a yep. little. That's a nice number. <laughs> I totally made that number I'd up. Like, I can't. I'd like to have been 96, but I'll take 97. <laughs> well, uh,. I figured we'd kick it off with a little WWE veto. Uh, last, okay. uh, this Raw, I believe from the 15th, if uh, we're uh, May 15th, 2023. Did you watch this Raw? I did not. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I believe I did, yes. <laughs> Let me pull up the results. You know my memory. Uh, I have been watching... Uh, uh, what do they call it? The fed? <laughs> Looks like they kicked it off with uh, Owens and Zane uh, deal. And um, this basically all is leading to uh, 
this tag team title match with the with uh, Roman and Solo uh, Sokoa at the at the PLE, baby. Yeah. Can we talk about Sami Zayn's first time in Saudi Arabia? Ooh, what there you, think you go. About that? Well, hey. Um, That's interesting, isn't it? You know, I mean, politics are politics, right? I mean, politics right. run deep, uh, especially uh, when it comes to some of these other countries, you know, and their relationships with each yeah. other. That's apparently what it boils down to, so... Gonna yeah, be sure. gonna be quite uh, the moment for him. Yeah, yeah. And w- what I was thinking was, it's like, yeah, all those years they said he was banned from going, which I always thought was weird, but uh, I didn't understand the diplom- diplomatic problems there. Right, the diplomatic uh, reasons. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, shoot, is there a danger for his life if he steps foot in the country? Or is it just like religious problems or war? I mean, I didn't know exactly what it was. But now it's like all of a sudden things are cool. But if I'm Sammy Zayn, I'm not going to say if I'm Sammy Zayn. If I'm me and all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's cool for you to come in. Am I like, yay, I'm coming on in. Right. I'm still nervous. You know what I right. mean? Oh, he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and like. That's the thing. I'm wondering. Everybody's got to be. What Sammy's really thinking. Everybody's yeah. got to be. Didn't they have a thing a couple of years ago where they like, like basically held them hostage there because of like the money deal or yeah, something? Yeah, that was that one of the chippy for the troops. Right. Or no. Yeah. Was it a tribute to the troops or was it one of the. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that was, uh, was one because, of the, the uh, crown jewel or something. It was one oh, of those. was it? Because I remember someone was talking about that, how Vince and his people close to him got out on Vince's plane, but the giant plane holding all the wrestlers. Is that what you're talking? Oh, no, no. You're t- talking about the newer one. Right. right? <laughs> Where they didn't let him go out until like four o'clock in the morning or something like that. Well, no, it's it, it was the thing. Yeah, I'm having it messed up. It was them coming home was apparently the deal. Like, yeah, there was some kind of like I don't know. There was like there was an argument or something. Supposedly, allegedly, some sort of deal about the money. I read this somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Some some deal well, about the like money, and so. And so the Saudis were like, no, we're not going to have their plane take off until we get this settled. And then, like, you know what I mean? We're trying to get, like, out of paying money or something. And then Vince was like, no. Or, you know, whatever. Okay. Some kind of, like... And they're basically... What they're saying, what it all alluded to, was that the wrestlers were kind of being used as, like, a... As, like, a negotiation yeah. piece. You know, yeah. between... You know, Saudi Arabia and Vince McMahon. So, I don't yeah, know like if Vince any of this is true. Out there as collateral. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember that. That was only like a, uh, in the last five years, right? It was very, yeah. I don't, you know, I'd have to pull it all up. I don't have. Three years. But uh, something. But exciting times. That, that happened. 
uh, something makes me think that that actually happened like even longer ago, like at an old tribute to the troops. Uh, yes. Where like they were like get home or something because they're all supposed to go on the big plane and they couldn't, they wouldn't let them leave or something like that. Yes, that I also I happened. Heard a story like that from like a legend, like Attitude Era or something like that. That also happened, yes. I think it was when they were in Iraq or something or somewhere yeah, over there. Yeah, like Iraq or Afghanistan or something like right. that. One of those places. Yeah, okay. There was some weird sure. kind of deal. No, I think that maybe I get the stories mixed up. There was some time when they had trouble getting out. There was another time where like they had like their location got given up and it was like, you know, they thought it was going to be like a safe spot, but oh, yeah. but oh no, you know, it ended up being not such a safe spot. That, that was a tribute to the troops try to go home type thing. Yeah. I think that was the one I'm thinking of. Right. I think that was like early 2000s, maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. Because it doesn't, you know. Me and my memory and the dates. doesn't have to officially be any kind of a war zone or. Anything yeah, like that, but uh, anger, anger. <laughs> so we'll run through this raw here. You know, uh, this this all set up uh, a Judgment Day match with Owens and Zayn uh, for the later in the show. Apparently, seems like they've done that already, but uh, either way, I'm pretty sure they did that just like two weeks ago. But, yeah, uh, uh, it's stale right now, I think. A little bit. The, the show content is good. Storyline is stale. You know, everything's being poured into this bloodline thing, and it, but it, it, it's, it ends up being kind of the only thing that's, that's interesting, and it's not enough. It doesn't take up enough of the show to, like, for it to be anything significant. And Owens and Zane right now are kind of a byproduct of all that, in all honesty. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're um, an afterthought, really. I mean, I think the best thing in WWE is uh, Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely one of the more positive things they have going for sure. Um, yeah, I won't argue with that. And the Judgment Day, you know, has come such a long way. That's a whole nother, yeah. um, whole nother discussion. Uh, I do want to, since you're mentioning Judgment Day, uh, there was a point in here um, where the Irish Ace, um, uh, dang it, JD McDonough, uh, he did some shenanigans at some point in the night. And uh, when he was walking out of the building, um, Caleb Braxton like interviewed him and he's like, oh, J.D. McDonough, what are you doing? How come you did that? He goes, I'm just making a statement, da-da-da. And as he's walking out, the camera panned and Finn Balor was standing up like in the shadows and it just like the camera didn't stay on him for very long, but it did. You did see him, and he was kind of just like watching from the crow's nest, kind of. Okay. So. 
Yeah, I mean, they need a new so, member. Yeah, it's something to look at. Yeah. So the future of the Judgment Day could uh, add an Irish ace to it. It could. Uh, they could definitely use some kind of new member. He would be yeah. as fine as anybody, you know, to throw. Yep. To throw in there, I think they could. Dev- you know, that would help mix things up a little bit. You could get another, another year. If you wanted to, out of the Judgment Day, just by adding uh, a new guy or two, or a new guy and a new girl, you know, maybe they could yeah. each have uh, protégés. You know, Rhea can have some sort of protégé, and um, you know, Finn can can have this guy as a protégé. Maybe something like that would work. Uh, we get Miz, uh, Miz Nakamura. Nakamura wins. Uh, no, they're trying to keep Nakamura semi strong. It seems like uh, coming out of this whole uh, tournament thing. So, well, I don't know what his deal was—if he was injured or tired or what—but he had that match with uh, uh, Great Muda, like one of Great Muda's final matches. And then we, I think one time, maybe not, he just disappeared after that great Muda match. I think he had one match on SmackDown like the next week or something. And then we haven't seen him again for so long. And then he just showed up like a week or two before the draft. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to, he's going to stay strong for a while. Um. I don't see him getting a belt anytime soon, but I think he's going to, as you said, stay strong. They're going to keep him on an upwards, upwards roll. You know, uh, uh, do, uh, you could do another, you do another Roman match with him. If they build him up, right. You know, there's no reason why you can't, I would say, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever else, you know, he challenges for this. You know, he's a he's a strong challenger for this uh, other belt that they're doing. Yeah, a uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, Adam Pierce, Chelsea Green stuff. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Seth Rollins. I love the I love the Chelsea Green's uh, gimmick is she's a Karen. <laughs> It's so strange, really, to see her on WWE TV still for me. But she was doing nothing in the indies. Matt right. Matt is doing great in the indies. He's like one of the best. He is. I'm not gonna say it. One. He is the best indie wrestler right now. On top of his game. Shout out Matt Cardona, doing the best in the world right now. And really, his wife was doing nothing. Like, she was just riding around with him. She did, like, a tiny thing in Impact, a little tiny thing in NWA, I think. Well, that's why it's good to see her there. Yeah, it's cool that they're giving her this gimmick, and I I think it's hilarious. She is uh, the Karen-ness of all Karens I've ever seen. I think it's funny. She's doing a good job. The the more and the better uh, that it happens, and she does it, the the more the door opens just a little bit for that for that Zack Ryder return, right? <laughs> no, 
Uh, oh, come on. And I like how Adam Pierce is with her. He's a good uh, bounce off of her. You know, what does Adam Pierce do, really? You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. I was I bet, just the stooge for people to talk to. I've been thinking about this, and, like, especially when the draft came up a couple weeks ago, it's like, okay, well, who is actually running these shows? They never, they don't, they never establish that, right? Like, Pierce can make decisions yeah. or whatever, but it's not like he's the, like, boss, you know what I mean? That's literally... Well, that's, he's the one who's just signing the... He's the one making the decisions, but they kind of, they kind of make it known that it's coming from the top, which everyone knows is Triple H. You know what I mean? They they made it clear on TV that Triple H is the boss, uh, but right. Adam Pierce is just the guy you got to talk to. You know what I mean? The in between. So uh, he's just a guy like making decisions there, and literally until like. Yeah. Triple H or Vince decides to show up and like overrule him. Yeah, which I'm a hundred percent fine with because I hate, 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 hate the authority figure storylines. Well, that's all I that they it. ever do I'll anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I love that there's no authority figure in AEW. Right. Tony Khan makes the matches when someone asks for it. If he thinks it's cool, usually it's always done. There's no. On screen author- on screen authority figure. So right. I love that Tony Khan said in the beginning that he'll never go on TV mm. except for to make these badass announcements. Make <laughs> announcements, right? I mean Yeah, you don't need you don't need that uh eating up the T V time, I don't think, but No. I don't know. It's just it's it's a it's a preference thing and yeah. Um, Are you, do you dig the figure? Well, I mean, yes and no. I do think that the traditional like heel authority figure has been played out definitely. I think there's some things you could do still with the babyface authority again. I think that that is like a little bit more fresh, and I, I think. Know what Adam Right, he's he's kind of just down the middle, right? There's no real, yeah. You know, he kind of just treats every situation as whatever. You can't really say that he has like biases, and you know. Yeah, no, he he kind of gets bullied by the heels, and he's kind of nicer to the faces. But I mean, he gets one over sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can't think of a thing, but I remember him getting. A, Getting it o- getting over on someone, you know. Oh, you want to be like that? Well, here's this over here. You know what I mean? Like he's done that to Chelsea Green a couple times because right. she's a Karen, and who doesn't want to get it back at a Karen? I just think it makes more sense to have somebody there that it's like, okay, this person is in charge. Like you know, there's yeah. a clear, defined role. And it's not just, you know, it doesn't really seem like, uh, and, you know, the way AEW does it is really cool, too. Like you mentioned, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, things happen, guys challenge each other or whatever, but it's not like, 
the match is like official and then it'll get announced like you know 15 minutes later or whatever by Excalibur hey you know Tony Khan decided he's gonna fucking put on this match he liked the idea let's do it right <laughs> so it's like to me that makes sense and that's that's cool too so but yeah. yes I, th- I definitely think heel authority figures played out uh you know e- everything else uh you know they're you know both companies are doing fine overall with you know how they're how they're presenting yeah. their stuff um, what else stuck out on this raw to you? I see there's some Imperium stuff here. Uh, Mustafa Ali wins a battle royal to Mustafa. become Mustafa. Excuse me. Thank uh, you. Becomes the number one contender <laughs> for the IC title, so he's going to get squashed by Gunther in the future. I guess in Saudi Arabia. Did I deal? hope not. Deal with that. I, I we, hope that it's not a squash. I think we might may find that out later. McDonough uh, was in this match. So, um, yeah. you know, and they gave, I like him. looks like they gave him quite a bit of stuff. I like McDonough. He's, a, he's an entertaining dude, and I like his build, too. He's got an interesting, uh, he's like short, he's a short guy. But he's got a he's got a pretty good uh, muscle build to him, and he rest his his wrestling is is interesting too. He's got a uh, a cool headbutt that he does. We then get a uh, Trish Stratus, uh, well, no, a Becky Lynch promo where she's uh, just building up this thing with Trish Stratus. Uh, says here it was a really good promo. Would you agree, Vito? Yeah, yeah. Becky Lynch is killing it. Trish Stratus, eh. (laughs) He never was a a strong promo, really. I mean, I think we've talked about this before. The whole thing with Trish was like that she could wrestle a little bit better than the girls of that time. Yeah. She's remembered as like being really awesome when it's like, eh, no, she was just like a little bit better than Sable was, really. (laughs) Like... Yeah, well, she had a a good power. Yeah. Yeah, she had good power and all right speed. So she she had a good little repertoire of moves. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, Dom and Mommy. Right, they did some Rhea stuff here with Natalia. Uh, It looks like a Dana Brooke. (laughs) Uh... Uh, they did some backstage stuff with Ali, Otis, and Dupree. Man, what do you think of this? Like... What do you think this? Uh, uh... Oh, wait a minute. No, this wasn't. Uh... Who the hell is Dupree? Uh, Maxi- Maxine Dupree. That's the maximum male model. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The the girl. With, uh... Mansoor and uh, I see the other one. Uh, what's his name? Mansoor and uh, Maste. I was gonna ask you, they... I was gonna ask you about LA Knight, but that wasn't who they were talking about there. No, LA Knight is on SmackDown. 
We got. He used to be the guy. He used to be the guy that was in charge of them, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, her, him, and the girl were like kind yeah, of co-managers of the stable. Yes, and then he went back to being LA left. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. My my thoughts with that is they need to pull the trigger on that. It's taking too long. They need to turn Chad Gable into his own little beast of a wrestler. Let Otis go be with the maximum male models because I think that's funny. You know me. I love when a fat guy has some fun. Especially total, Otis. He, he he hangs out in a thong. He loves it. The total Chris so, uh, Farley deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let them do that. I'm done with the Alpha Academy. Done. It's ran its course. You know, so you think ultimately they're going to break up and this isn't going to be like a faux breakup where they get back together? I hope not. I, I don't. I hope not. Fair enough. They can split off and, and do whatever, I suppose. Uh, Dominic and Xavier Woods for 11 minutes. Man, this must have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Don's pretty good. Don, really? Don. <laughs> really, this, this turned out okay. Better. It sounds disasterful. I mean, just look, just reading it on paper. Yeah, no, uh, um, Don's gotten a lot better. The guy on I the... mean, uh, I think he's I think he's more over now because of uh, Rhea and and all that. But um, his in ring ability has gotten. Um, I don't know. But Xavier Woods, though, like that's so random, right? Are we playing yeah, WWE Two K Twenty Three? Yeah, you know, the Xavier Woods thing is, is weird. <laughs> it really is. It's weird. But uh, are we playing my rise and we got to be partners with Xavier Woods or like what? Yeah, what's what's the deal? That's kind of what it feels like. The Xavier <laughs> Woods thing kind of feels random. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely feels like a storyline for the lock. So then they played a, a video about this J.D. McDonough fella. Mm-hmm. And um, he was leaving the building, and he got uh, stopped by the interviewer, says Ziggler's done it all. He's about to learn what everyone in the lost. Everyone else is going to learn soon. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. It was Ziggler. I knew he beat up somebody. It was Ziggler. So yeah, then that's surprised tell you then Finn was up in the up in the shadows watching after that. Oh, okay. So that's when that happened. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I knew it was after something. So I I wanna be quite honest here with the people. I fast forward a lot of WWE crap. <laughs> And I try to hey, stop no. on the full transparency, important. full transparency, full honesty here. Uh, it's all good. Then we then get the Indian Road Warriors uh, <laughs> beating a couple jobbers. The, 
the Indian Tower of Doom. The uh No, it would sound very racist if I said the Sand Warriors probably. And that's not <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean? No. I'm not trying to Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying it. to go there, but that's you know, I'm trying to in, in the sheer. Trying to make a flip flop relation. Yeah. Uh, Industrial is what they are. What do you think of this team? Uh, could this work? Could could they like be a you know? Could they could they get some tag team gold here? Um, I don't know. Tag team gold. Tag team gold, so. baby. I think you could. No. You know, no. They could do it. I don't think there'll be a tag team long enough for the belts to make it to their side of the world. Hey, man, at the prime time, players could become the tag team champions. It's a different time. <laughs> you never right know. now, the tag titles are on a totally no, different no. hemisphere than, than those type of people. They're wrestling the Viking Raiders right now, aren't they? Oh, yeah. no, they're wrestling jobbers. Uh, I'm not thinking about the writer. Maybe not primetime players, but how about uh, Darren Young and Skip Sheffield or some of the other great tag team champions? Yeah. No, I I don't think that they were the champions. I think it was like Otunga and Gabriel or something like that. Yeah, I think it was Otunga. But no, no. This says versus local competitors. <laughs> it doesn't even say the guy's name. Right. Oh, that's funny. Couple jobbers, unfortunately. Oh no! This guy, it's the thing I'm reading right here. Says Corey Graves called the Drake Thompson a creator wrestler. DK twenty three. Oh geez. Yeah. He's the lock. Oh, He's the lock. Uh, they did an Imperium, Owens, and Zane thing. That match is going to happen. Did that happen on SmackDown? Or that's going to happen uh, next Raw? Yeah, next Raw. May or may not be the champions by then. Uh, Cody promo. So we're keeping this Money. Brock Lesnar thing going. Yep. Yeah, they're going to have a... Uh... Some type of fight at, you know, the blood money pay per view. The blood money pay per view. <laughs> All right then. Well, uh... I can't. I can't respect the pay per view event where I gotta get up at ten o'clock in the morning and watch it. I, I gotta break for agree. lunch. Jeez, come on. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez over Chelsea Green. Okay. Uh, I have a problem now. We can stop here for a second. Okay. I really like Liv Morgan. I'm a Liv Morgan fan. Okay. I liked her since the Riot Squad days. With uh, uh, Ruby Riot and uh, Sarah Logan. Right, right, right. So... Whenever her and Raquel Rodriguez won the tag titles, I was overjoyed. I was like, good. Actually, when she won the, the title uh, for Money in the 
cashed in money in the bank on Ronda, I was over overjoyed. But uh, so when they won the titles, uh, I was like, that's cool. And they had it for what one, uh, one or two um, defense, and then now she's injured, and now they're right. giving up the titles. Yeah, no, we were gonna. gonna... Uh, There's gonna be some stupid match where there's some mystery shit opponent. I'm just not happy. (laughs) Bro, these women's tag team titles are cursed or something like that. I don't know what the deal is, but. Yeah. They are cursed. They are cursed. We should just bury. Bury the women's titles, like women's that. tag team titles. A tough scene for the women's tag titles. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. They're not cursed in a broad sense. They're cursed in a single sense. Because, I mean, look what happens if you... Uh, to the people who won the let's look at the first couple of champions. Okay. All right. Where is Sasha Banks and Naomi now when they drop the titles? Mercedes is a New Japan Pro Wrestling women's champion. And uh uh what's her name? Uh Thing I just had it in my head. Uh, Naomi's new name. What is it? You know it? Uh, Trina. Trina. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah, uh, she just debuted in Impact. Right. And when she debuted in Impact, she beat the t- one of the Impact Tag Team Champions, Kylan King. So, look where they're at. And they dropped those tag team titles. So... Eh, half cursed. Only cursed while in WWE. Right, that's what I'm saying though. It's like but what like that's kind of how I was referring to it as is that like, you know, something either weird or they're just like not wanted, you know what I mean? It's like Yeah. They're not wanted by these people, so like Definitely no, not the best title in wrestling. No, they, nobody wants them. They tried to... Uh, Rhonda and Shayna had them for a minute, didn't they? Uh, they? I, you know, I don't know. Nobody wants these titles. I think titles. they're going to get them. I think they're about to get them. Well, they're just transitional champions anyway, then. Yeah. Uh, we get another Rollins uh, sit-down thing. This is all leading to, um, I don't know, I guess him him being in this tournament, right? I mean. Yeah. Um, so, Rollins and AJ for the, for the title. So what's your call on that? I don't really know, honestly. Like, uh, if I'm, I mean, if I'm booking down the line, 
like far down the line if i'm booking down to like survivor series which is in november if the champion who wins now holds that belt until november then i'm i'm picking rollins it's gotta be rollins bro it's gotta be but uh aj just kind of came back out of nowhere and I don't know. I guess you could put it on him. He's, but... got, the whole, he's got the whole group, and who knows what, what they're about to do. You know? right. But maybe the idea is is that AJ needs it more than Rollins. You know what well, I mean? Well, here's the thing is Rollins has been a face for uh, a while, and AJ is like you said, just came back and I don't know, appeared to be faced the last couple times we've seen him. So we're looking at two faces going for this new title. We've talked about that before. That don't hardly work out. So um, what if we see AJ and his whole crew turn heel, turn on Rollins, and AJ walks with that title, and then there's the chase. Up to what SummerSlam in August, and then that's when Seth wins it back and takes it to uh, Survivor Series in November, and that's when he wrestles Roman. You with me on that one? Seems like as good of a plan as any. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. They could go either way. You're right about the face versus face thing, though, but I think in this atmosphere, you can't guarantee how people are going to react anyway. I mean, obviously, if anyone's going to be the face, it's going to be Seth. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get a 50-50 crowd or anything like that. Yeah. AJ doesn't have a he doesn't have a song it could sing to. It's a, that's oh, really what it comes down to. You don't want none. You don't want none. How's this song go? Right. But, like the, that? but the crowd can't sing none. to it. They can't, yeah, I know. they can't sing along, bro. Wow. Uh, that's ju- Judgment Day went over Owens and Zane in this non-title yeah. match. So... Uh, very yeah, interesting thing on that. Paul Heyman was sitting at the top of the ramp with his cell phone like this. You know, he's sitting there with it in front of his face, like he's talking to someone on speakerphone, like old people do. You know? Oh my god! And uh, <laughs> he's talking like it two inches from his face. And uh, Imperium is, you know, getting shit done. You know, uh, distraction wise, and uh, and that's how they that's how they went over. And that's why the whole Imperium thing is set up. Oh, okay. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Because hmm. the deal was struck with the tribal chief. Yeah, they've done a little bit of working. They they, they kind of worked together a couple weeks ago in something, if I remember right. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, what's we'll cook through the rest of this WWE stuff here. Uh 
matches. Uh, so it's official for uh, the Night of Champions. We got Trish, Becky Lynch, which I'm surprised they ended up doing that uh, already. I had heard that the, that was supposed to be like farther out, but maybe they just want to get this feud over with. Um, and then uh, that intercontinental title match, uh, like we mentioned, with uh, Ali and Gunther. So, I ask you this, and maybe I missed this in your breakdown earlier, but how are you going to make Seth Rollins a new champ when he's going to be busy making movies all the time, bro? Yeah, Seth Rollins in the MCU. <laughs> well, what do you think of this? I hope he die. You're, you're, uh, you're more in on... You, you you have more of a boots-on-the-ground take, you know, of all this, like, Marvel and, and all this stuff. So so tell me what you I've think of all this. I've seen the pictures of his costume. Like, someone leaked the set design pictures. His costume is pretty cool. He's in, like, this long trench coat. His okay. hair is all, like, done up pretty cool. Uh, I hope he doesn't die because he's a villain. I don't know who he is yet. I haven't heard any news on who he is yet. But... I know he's a villain because he looks pretty villainous in the pictures. No, no heroes wear a long black French <laughs> trench coat. What What do you think the over under is that uh, he's gonna laugh in the movie? Oh, oh yeah, percentage. I'm sure he's gonna laugh. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was probably yeah. what got him cast. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's definitely gonna do he's the like, laugh in the movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh. uh he, I just hope he doesn't die. That's all. <laughs> yes, please don't die and become a please recurring character. In the MCU. <laughs> right. A recurring character, you know, not just, a, you know, maybe it's a character that also could be used in, uh, in, in other films. You never know with this crazy MCU stuff. So is that, um, when is the crown jewel thing? I'll have to look Is that, that up. Is coming Saturday? Is it the day before Double or Nothing? I don't think so, but maybe. Can we get Am word on this? Uh, Am I going to be Crown camping Jewel? during Crown Jewel? This is... Um, wait a minute. It's not Crown Jewel. Something else. What is it? This is... um. Uh, Night of Champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Night of Champions. Sorry, folks. Night of Champions. It's weird that they're having a Night of Champions there, right? I mean, we haven't touched on that. It's the 27th, so yes. I've been thinking it was Crown Jewel. It is is the day before um, Double or Nothing. So there's that. I won't even be watching it. So there's that. I'll be in the woods. And there's no service when I'm in the woods. I go where you the, know, I, I think no work. More than likely, it'll be one of those shows that you'll be like, eh, you know, it was totally fine on a tape delay. You know? Like, watch yeah, it when I'll, you get home, no uh, big I'll, deal. I'll come home and fast forward it. Yeah. Do the cool stuff. 
Beto, this week, uh, the Endeavor company changed its name to TKA, T TKO Group Holdings. Well, not change its name, but they did some corporate shuffling. And this yeah. new joint venture is now going to be known as that. What do you think of that? Well, I've never been, uh, and I hope I don't catch heat from this from a certain crowd. I've never been a huge UFC guy. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, me neither. Um, not huge. I, I enjoy whenever, it, though. Uh, whenever it first started up, my brother was a big fan. Uh, before they started putting all the rules in, like weight classes and stuff. Remember right. that? Right, Remember right. Before weight classes? Yeah, that's pretty uh, nuts, huh? That's uh, that's when I first watched it. And uh, I watched like the first two seasons of Ultimate Fighter. I thought those were great shows. Uh, Stephen Bonner and Forrest Griffin and uh, Matt Hughes, all that beginning stuff. Yeah, dude. Um, so Matt I Hughes. That. Um, I used to watch back then, but I uh, I'm not really into um the full contact thing. I like my fighters to come back next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I've never been into the see them fight the one fight. time, you know, twice a year or whatever. It's just it's kind yeah. of mean. Yeah. Um, you know, we did have some sad news during the week. Superstar Billy Graham passing away. I know. Um, um, I was watching uh, Dynamite whenever it was announced or when, uh, when right. it happened. Yeah. And uh, I think I texted you when yeah. it happened. And uh, it was just like this. It was uh, it was the middle of the... Um, Roderick, Roderick Strong, Chris Jericho, Falls Count Anywhere fight. And they were like, they were in the hallway where you have concessions and you buy merch and stuff like that, you know, outside of the arena. Right. Um, and uh, they're like, Excalibur, like, this is getting out of hand. They're in the concessions. Da, da, da. Oh, we are sad to say. Um, Superstar Billy Graham passed today. We are, we have condolences to his family, and you know whatever he said. And then Tony Schiavone's like, "Oh, that's real sad, man." You know he it, he sounds sincere about it, mm -hmm. but he still had the excitement of what was happening. That's so real like, oh, sad, my God. man. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "Oh my God!" Just threw him into the over uh, into the you know whatever he said, but it went from like. A small little thing, like it sounded somber for a quick, like second, and then all of a sudden, like one of them threw him into something. And it's like, oh my god, look what just happened! I was like, oh my god! I'm I, immediately I thought of you. I was like, I gotta tell Brandon this. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I was like, I was like, oh my god, superstar Billy Graham. And then they're like, and that's over. <laughs> Probably, felt, you know, like the and it's gone meme. <laughs> I know they want to, like, you know, be real reactive like that, you know, in the shows, but yeah, uh, yeah like that also can kind of create some some awkwardness. I don't, don't know if they do that one again. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they could have waited. They could have waited till after that match and been like. 
oh, during that last match, we just found out that superstar Billy Graham. You know what I mean? Right. They could have waited. He could have waited, but yeah. nope, they have to do it right there. <laughs> yeah, Tony's crazy. Tony's back there. You know, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Tell say say something about superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> and, they, and like Scalabra's oh, headset. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, we got a couple uh, match announcements. Uh, they also announced uh, Bianca Asuka for Night of Champions, which they just did that at WrestleMania, I thought. But okay. Uh, and then yes, like you were like you were talking about the uh, since Liv Morgan is hurt. They are going to do a fatal four-way match on Raw in two weeks, where it's uh, Shayna and Ronda, Bailey and Io, and uh, Kelsey Green and Sonya, and Raquel is going to be in there, I guess, with a mystery partner. So that's the official rundown on that. Yes. It's apparently what I looked what I see right here. So who do we got for a mystery partner? You know it'd be funny if it just ended up being Liv Morgan anyway. What what injury does she have? <laughs> I don't know. I've been looking. I can't I can't find if it's serious, I can't find what it is, nothing. Okay. They're not saying do that or I'm not finding it. Well, um, so yeah, no, that'll be interesting. Like I said, that might be the point where uh, we get the Shayna and Ronda deal there. Um, SmackDown, you said you watched all of SmackDown, right? I watched most of SmackDown. What's your, uh, what's your big takeaway from this? Of course, this is a lot of, you know, the more build to this big tag team match. Um, Roman accidentally shoulder checked Solo Sokoa, and the look on his face was not very nice. There you go. Uh, yeah, he actually uh, Solo did not look happy at all, and he then they did a backstage scene where Solo just stared at Roman the entire time. Ooh, okay. So, so more dissension among the ranks. Yeah. But you could see that Roman accidentally shoulder checked him because when he looked at Solo, he's like, oh, no, hey, sorry. You know, then got out of the ring and was like walking up the ramp, shaking his head, and you can see he's troubled. How did this Grayson Waller uh, thing go? Remember this at all? I've been interested. Yeah, I've been interested to see how he was going to do on the main roster. Is it working out? That that is right where I stopped. Oh really? Okay. That's funny you say that. The last thing I watched was the Oscar Zelina Vega match. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. And then, uh, then uh, I uh, then we hopped on here. I uh, didn't get it done. <laughs> well, uh, looks like him and uh, well, I, I mean. Like- Grayson Waller, though, he was really good in NXT. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been interested to see what he's going to do 
it ended up being just like a stare down between uh, Styles and Rollins. Uh, we had an LWO thing. Street Profits defeated LA Knight and Rick Boog. So that tells you what they're doing with uh, with LA Knight people. He's teaming with Rick Boogs and a jobber tag team. That's what's happening with LA Knight. Boogs. Boogs. <laughs> uh, Cameron Grimes uh, interview backstage said he feels like he's living the dream. So he's determined to go straight to the top and, of course, to the moon. Yeah, he got a squash match win over uh, uh, Baron Corbin last week. Ran right up to him and gave him his finisher. Cameron Grimes is the best finisher right now. That I, What's that his I, finisher? I actually I use it in, uh, in 2K23. He does a uh, run up, puts his feet up here in the chest, and just stomps down into the ground. It's amazing. I use it right now in that with my girl, in my in the legacy thing. I call it the pixie stomp. So then, because it's fast. Then we look like we're we're teasing a Karrion uh, Cross AJ Styles deal, which is. Interesting. What? Yes. Uh, apparently, wow. they did a they did a carrying cross promo where um, they pulled out a card with AJ Styles on it. Oh yeah, I'm seeing that. I don't want to even finish watching Smack. See what I mean, folks? Carrying Cross. Here's what they do with carrying Cross, man. They put names in a hat. And they shake them up like this. Right. And they say, they say wrestle this guy out. this week. There you go. Now find a way to make his name come out of your mouth. It's like, ugh. he just did Shinsuke, right? Did he have a match with Shinsuke? Yes, they, then they was, just did that. And, there was, and he lost. When there's he lost. Ugh. He lost that Shinsuke match. Uh... Alba Fire and Isla Dawn beat uh, a couple girls in like a minute. They're NXT Tag Team Champions. They The draft screwed the women's titles up. The SmackDown Women's Champions on Raw, the Raw Women's Champions on SmackDown, and the NXT Women's Champions are on SmackDown. Well, they should have had to give we... those up. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, here's the other thing. And when they were doing the draft, number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships got drafted. Are you shitting me? Ay, ay, ay. It's like they didn't really put a whole lot of thought into it or something. I don't know. I really hope Tony doesn't do a draft. I hope he just says, here's the people who are on Collision. Here's the people who are on... Uh, dynamite, and they can both wrestle on rampage. Boom, that's it right there. I don't think we're even gonna get anything like that, man. With the way that they've been between Ring of Honor and AEW, you know what I mean? Like, that's really the yeah. I don't think they're gonna really separate. 
I don't know. It's weird. It's weird the way they're doing it. And that's a whole nother thing that we can uh, cover here shortly. That's basically it for this WWE crap. Good. Uh, same more of the same on all that. I'm uh, over it. Let's talk a little AEW. I'm into it. We've got, uh, let's see here. What do we got on the AEW board here? Uh, Viva Bates left the company. Uh, How do you feel about that? Well, I always feel bad when someone gets booted. Um, and she didn't get booted. It's just her contract didn't get um, right. updated. And the rumor is that she wasn't told that her contract didn't get updated, that she just found out online. Um, oh, but nice. uh, you never can tell. Uh, but she did put out a statement that said, uh, you know, happy about my time, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, allegedly. I didn't read it. So MJF shows um, up in an indie show. What do you think about this? Oh, uh, you see when this? he was uh, commentating with, uh, oh, no, he wrestled. Uh, he wrestled Leo Sparrow. Yeah. Looks like. Yeah, I watched that. Pretty um, interesting, huh? Pretty... I, love, I love when guys do stuff yeah. like this. It reminds me of Punk in the last uh, WWE thing, you know, where he actually went and worked the indies. Uh, MJF, uh, you know, he plays this uh, really bad asshole guy, but, you know, low-key, he's actually a cool dude on certain, certain uh, occasions. They were in Long Island. So he was cool with the crowd. He doesn't treat Long Island like their shit. Everywhere else he does, but um, but that was where he made his debut. He was at the the building where he made his, okay. his career. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, the guy that he wrestled was a was uh, he did the better than you and you know it thing. Um, but he started it different. He, he started, I don't remember exactly how he put it, but he said something and he goes, better and you know it. And as soon as the it came out, MJF Music's hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll have so. to go back and actually watch it. I saw like, I think I saw part of the promo and that was like really all I saw. Yeah. Um. Okay. We got the official announcement. AEW collision. That's probably the biggest uh, story of the week. We should have led with this story in this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> hey, we do it how we do it. Bro, two more hours of AEW. I know that you're happy about this. You know it. I'm overall happy about this, but it's like, seriously, bro, come on. How much wrestling? Do we know it's two hours? You know that's a good point. It might confirmed? not. It might not be. It might not be two hours. Um, let's see here. No, two hours. But it has the, the two same... hours. Yes. Two hours. Okay. It's got the same uh, deal as a uh, Nitro, the same logo, which I love. It, it definitely is uh, reminiscent of Nitro and WCW Saturday Night all at the same time. If you look. At this logo. 
Yeah. Um, you like really look at it. It reminds me of kind of both of those things. So, ah, uh, man, you know, this is, you know, this is close to, you know, the classic time slot of, uh, you know, like, you know, like I said, WCW Saturday night. Um, so I just have to see how it all shakes out. There's so much that surrounds yeah. this. Wrestlers apparently being relegated to this separate brand that aren't, you know, being used uh, right now for whatever reason. All we can do is speculate why that is. A lot of them are injuries. You think so? You think like, that that's uh, the deal? Zero was out with an injury. Andrade's out with an injury. Thunder Rosa was out with an injury. Uh, Chris Statlander's out with an injury. Um, right, but there was drama like, though, right? I mean, they they showed that uh, even on this All Access show, you know, the drama with with Britt Baker and yeah, Thunder and Rosa. Thunder Rosa because she was out with an injury. Yeah, her back. Right. Yeah, that All Access show was cool. I enjoyed that. It was interesting. Yeah, definitely. I know there's some people in this world who probably won't enjoy that. Um, I know of some people, but um, I enjoyed all, it a lot. Oh, I mean, I'm always interested in seeing some stuff behind the scenes, and yeah, not it. That's not for <laughs> everybody. Seeing stuff, but uh, maybe at least the Andrade thing, huh? And then of course CM Punk, right? I mean, uh, but then oh, that's the other thing I want to say, right? Uh. Tony Khan announces all the dates of all these things all the way around Collision. All the dates before and after and Canada and all those different things. He goes, but I'll tell you where Collision's going to be at a later date. Don't blow smoke up my ass, Tony. We all know where Collision's going to be. It's going to be in Chicago. Always got to leave us with something. Uh, Chicago. (laughs) Now... Warner Brothers is apparently denying that CM Punk is affiliated with uh, this collision show. It was not mentioned in the press release announcing the show. Uh, however, his name did appear in an email that they sent later on. Uh, but apparently it included his name. But the press release does not actually mention... CM Punk. So there's a lot of mixed smoke signals is what it sounds like with all this. I'm over, Phil. I told you about this the other day. He comes, he goes, whatever. Doesn't matter to you. I'd really not like <laughs> him to win the title again. Uh, so we had this dynamite then. Uh, looks like a, a pretty dang good Pretty dang good dynamite uh, from match yeah. uh, standards. You know, you got Jericho, Roddy, uh, Starks, mm-hmm. Jay White. You got uh, Harry and, and Roosh. Uh, Orange yeah. Cassidy and Darby Allen. So um, take us through this. You know, what were the highlights to, to, to you on this show? What was the best out of all this Allen, Darby Allen used the headlock takeover uh, to beat um, Lee Moriarty after he hit the um, co- coffin drop, of course. But then he picked up Lee Moriarty 
and like did a headlock takeover to send a message to you know, to uh, MJF, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, but Dar- Darby Allen and uh, Orange Cassidy was a pretty good team. I thought they did this really cool dive together. Uh, Super interesting. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is always a, a great, great time to watch. Tongue out a lot. Um, he might be going face. I mean, uh, they're they're putting him to where like, um. Maybe stepping out of Chris Jericho's shadow and going out on his own. It would be about time on that. I thought that they were doing that last year, and then they backed out of it all. Then, yeah, they put him in his new group. Right. So, um, the outcast, uh, the outcast thing, um, I like it. I want them to add another one. Need a fourth one. Okay. Um, Who would that be? There, it was supposed to be. Um, I like Madison Rain. Now she was doing. Uh, she was having a couple matches, and then she's mostly there to do training. But think about this: Madison Rain is an outcast of a different type. She didn't work at WWE. She worked at Impact and Ring and uh, Ring of Honor of sorts. You know what I mean? Right. She's an outcast of a different type. So no one would see it coming. You sold me on it. <laughs> you sold me. Uh, so uh so how that did... was supposed there's supposed to be a six girl match, six woman match, but Jamie Hayter's arms messed up. So Paige uh Soraya sat out of that match. So it was just a tag match. I like Storm Zero. Like a really fast pile driver, pretty cool. The question I have for you is, how did they do this Don Callis thing? I missed any of this. Oh, that was in the the cage match. Are you talking about this week or originally? Right, this this week they did a follow up oh, promo. Week. Yeah, he basically said that Kenny. He blamed the whole scar on his head on Kenny, and I freaking knew it. That he's been he's been carrying him. You know, if it wasn't for Don Callis, he would have never been New Japan Heavyweight Champion, I guess, or anything. So, the Invisible Hand. Uh, he's basically, if it wasn't for the Invisible Hand, he'd he'd have nothing, basically. So, all right, that was his thing. No, I mean, yeah, I, I pretty much saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, we, t- we talked about that. I figured it would be something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sounds pretty solid as far as that goes. Oh, okay. Here's what I was going to tell you. And it doesn't look like uh, maybe we'll get to talk about this if we bring up Rampage. I don't know. We'll just keep going. This is Rampage, baby. <laughs> this is Rampage, baby. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> a bunch more stuff happened, and maybe, you know, next week we'll lead with AEW so we could get a little bit more in-depth as far yeah. as uh, everything that happened there. But uh, 
Jericho Roddy thing, of course, uh, perpetuates the feud with uh, Adam Cole. Yeah. He basically got him outside so Adam Cole can beat him up because he was banned from the building. Okay. So that's the whole thing. I'm looking forward to that one. They're going to have an unsanctioned match at uh, Double or Nothing. Jericho and uh, Cole. Let's go through... uh, Well... We'll get to that point here. I want to go through both cards. If you want to pull those up while I'm... Uh, main Rampage? Uh, no, for uh, for uh, Night of Champions and Double or Nothing. Well, we kind of did Night of Champions. A little bit. Right. Double. But I just, I want to, I want to just make some predictions real quick. I've got, an, okay. I've got Double or Nothing up here, I believe, at least. Okay. Well, I got Night of Champions right here. But, you know, we have another week of TV here, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll give our we'll give our predictions for how it is. At least right now. All right. I got Night of Champions rolled up here. Okay. Since that's first... Uh, you go ahead and lead us off with that. All right. Got Bianca Belair and Asuka for the Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown. <laughs> Ooh, um, Belair. And, yeah, and she's the longest reigning women's champion, apparently. Well, there you go. You got to keep that going. Oh, but Asuka has new mist that has... Uh, some type of pepper spray or something. Oh no. She put Tabasco burns, in it this time. Burns Bianca's eyes. Yeah, they announced that on SmackDown. I forgot to add that. Ooh, well that's so yeah, we're both going Bianca Belair. Okay. Uh right, you're sticking with even with the poison mist. Even with the poison mist, I think we gotta stick Bianca. And uh I think uh Gunther over Mustafa Ali. We're going with that, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Do we think Mustafa Ali's pulling off a, a amazing? Um, is he pulling it off? Weirder stuff has happened, right? I mean, isn't he? Is is he a Saudi native? No, um, he's he's not a Saudi. He's no, some sort of. It's probably going to sound so bad in post haste because he's probably like Canadian or something, and I'm going to. <laughs> you racist! <laughs> you racist, man. Uh, let's see here. He is Muslim. Okay, well, uh, he's Pakistani and Indian origin. Okay, so, then. no, not Saudi. He's not Saudi, but you know he's from the area. Yes. I mean that's not too so then, far. We have uh, Owens and Zayn versus the Bloodline, Reigns and Sokoa. Okay. I don't know, man. This is a tough call. I got the Cousins, Usos, uh, um, uh, I can't get the word, Uh, costing them the titles. uh, Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I like that. 
that's that's simple enough right there they get yep. involved or so you know what i mean it just they screw everything up somehow whether it's on purpose or not just they get involved and, and they end up costing it for them yeah that sounds good to me i'm on board then we got that. cody and brock Ooh, this is interesting too you think brock gets the win back do you think Brock can lose twice in a row? You wouldn't think so, right? I wouldn't think so. Well, you know me. I'm a. I, I like Cody Rhodes. I mean, so I'm not. I'm not going to bet against him. It was. So, it was fine, but the first win was kind of, kind of cheap in a, in a way. It was a good cheap. We all knew it wasn't going to be solid. We knew. He wasn't going to hit him with the crossroads, hook a leg, and get the three count. You know, he could have hit him but, with, with three in a row. That's true. Like, like he tried to do the Roman, you know. All right. Then we got Seth freaking Rollins against AJ Styles for the <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship is what they're calling it. We talked about this in not in detail, but we didn't really make official predictions. Uh, I guess, you know, I think you got to go Rollins. There's just, there's not enough momentum for AJ to make it uh, his win. I think if he won, it would fall flat. I'm going to go against you on this. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say he'll turn AJ Styles. He'll turn OC. And uh, somehow they pull it off. Okay. Fine with me. So, uh, hit us with double or nothing. I got it here. Okay. We and, still have another Wednesday to give us more matches. Right, exactly. And this is just, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, six matches announced so far. Uh, so, Tony will give us seven tomorrow night, or yeah, Wednesday night. That, that's literally half the card right there. Yeah. Uh, we get the Anarchy in the Arena match. Which I'm disappointed with. They should have made that blood and guts. Really? Yeah, you know. Anarchy in the Arena will be funner for the wrestlers, I think. Kind of the idea with that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but fans in attendance will be watching it on a big screen. Yeah, that is the part of it that sucks, too. You're right. Yeah. So, anyway... But who, uh, who wins? Like, uh, Where does this go? Uh, I like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> both those teams are my teams. When they first started making it look like they were going to have a, a program, I was so sad. <laughs> right. I don't know who to go for. Those are my guys. Kenny Omega, John Moxley. Those are my two favorite wrestlers. You know that. Yeah. Young Bucks. DBD, that's my guy. Daniel Bryan Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. It's hard to choose, and that's another part of the reason with this, this feud and how I wasn't really digging it as well. Maybe not for the same reason, but you know what I mean? Just for, like, theoretic reasons. Yeah. Um, I like that the... BCC came out on, uh, I think it was Rampage, and they're like, we're the elite here. I was like, yeah! 
But no, I think I'm going to go BCC on that one. Ooh, okay. So with the heels winning, that that means it's going to continue. It's got to continue then. Yeah. Okay. Only because maybe next month they'll do blood and guts, and that's how the heels will win. I, I'll agree with you there. That sounds like that sounds fair enough to me. Yeah. Uh, AEW women's title, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. I wish it wasn't that. <laughs> You're like, I wish it wasn't that. Uh, you know what? Oh. I don't know how bad uh, Jamie Hayter's injury is. Oh, that's right. She's There's an injury thing going on, huh? Yeah, her arm's messed up. I don't know how bad it is. Um, I don't know. Uh, Jamie Hayter's run has been kind of flat a little bit. But I don't see Tony Storm's being any better. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'll take Tony Storm because she can be like, uh, I don't know, maybe spray paint the title. That'd be cool. No, definitely going Tony Storm now. You know, yeah, you know what I paint the title. You know what I would do here if Hater is hurt. Whether they're going to have her like either wrestle a very short match or or just give up the title, possibly like it, that, right. that may be a possibility. So uh, I don't know. I know that this a brace on and wrestle a protected match. You know, it's possible, but, you know, either way, Tony Storm would end up, you know, having, she's got to win, right? Because, you know, haters hobbled. Yeah. Um, I mean, not. (laughs) No one wants a hobbled hater. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you have, you know, like the thing with Cody last year, uh, you know, winning the match despite the torn pack. Uh, You know, so maybe it's a deal like that here. I think you got to find some way, and this is going to sound, and I don't even really have the, the energy to defend my take here. <laughs> maybe I will at some point. And maybe this is just the Russo in me. But oh. I think you get, I think you got to find a way to get Soraya the belt here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look at me like that. <laughs> That's too good. That was too good. For those of you who aren't watching the video, I'm scratching the uh, my nose with my hat (laughs) out of pure confusion. Okay. Seriously though, how much heat would that get? That would get so much heat. Okay. All right. I don't see an avenue for that, but I'm into it. Because I don't, I'd rather not have Tony Storm as the champion. Because we've already seen that. Well, they'd have to, and, uh, they'd have to uh, break her away from the group. What they'd have to do, yeah. Like maybe, but I'm okay with her winning and it being like this is no longer the AEW title. This is the Outcast title or something like that. Just let me play fantasy Booker cool. for just a second. All right, Hater comes out. She. She says she can't defend the title, right? 
So she hands over the title to Tony Storm. And Tony Storm thinks she's got like everything free and clear. And then they're like, no, Tony, you know, Tony Khan was prepared for this. And, you know, you do actually have an opponent. And you got to um, actually like win a match, you know, to, to, to be the champion. You know what I mean? And ends up being Soraya. And her and Ruby and this new member, whoever, whatever you want to do, they they screw over Tony Storm. And so then, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a reach. I know it's a reach, but... I'd be fine <laughs> with that if both Tony and Saray are in the ring and they're like, what do you mean she has to fight somebody else? And Tony points to the ring and says, Saraya. And Soraya doesn't know. Oh, okay. And she's like, what? What? And Tony's like, I gotta fight my friend. And you can see it in Soraya's face like, wait a minute. I have a chance to win the title. You know what I mean? Yes, that's brilliant. You can be down with that style. I love that. I can get down with that. Yeah. Like, you know, like like it wasn't the plan. But now that this opportunity has presented itself, screw Tony. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like only one. That's great. Like only one of us and the outcasts have to win, right? It doesn't have to be you, Tony. It could be me. Right. Or, you know, yeah. well, let's have a match and find out. You know, I think that right. would be cool. That's that's it'd, perfect. It'd Dude. Some maybe dissension. Yeah. Mind mind blow meme here, okay? Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a turn like that really in wrestling that you can explain so well like that, right? Like, I know I've never seen anything where it's like, okay, this person, you know, I mean, I, you could probably find an example, but, you know, you have a person where it's like, they came into the night, that really wasn't the plan to turn on their partner, you know, I, it, you can kind of say it's been done a couple times in a way, you know, wasn't necessarily the plan to turn on the guy, they weren't, they weren't even thinking about it, but, you know, this opportunity came up. And when opportunity knocks, you listen. That's right. You know, or you answer the door. So there might not be uh, um, problems right away, but it will set seed for the for the um, the breakup eventually. Because Ruby will be like, "Hold on a second, like how come you chose her? There's me right here." Or they can do it. They can do it all out and just say, "Well, all three of you are going to go ahead and wrestle for it, or something." You know what I mean? But I don't know. Either way, it sounds cool. Yeah. No, they could do something like that too. I mean, I don't know. I just think that the belt, if it's going to go on to a heel, it should be her and not Tony Storm because. You know, then you've got the same, like, dynamic as you have right now with, with Hayter and Britt Baker. It's like, you know, she's the champ, but she's still, like, the little sister. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Britt Baker's gone on record and said that she doesn't want to uh, be women's champion. Well, there you go. If she's done with it, you know, then... But yeah, I, I, I spent way too much time on that. Uh, 
Big Vito, <laughs> my man. Uh, next match, TNT title, Wardlow, Christian Cage in a ladder match. Wardlow ain't losing that title. And if he does, I'll cry. Just for, not the fact that that uh, I don't like Christian Cage or that uh, I wanted Wardlow to lose. Just the fact that man's gone through too much. But this was got it back. If this was two years ago, I think a Christian Cage TNT title run would fly, but I don't think it, it does right now. So yes, I agree with you. Wardlow. If, it, if it was Luchasaurus, I'd be fine with Wardlow losing the Luchasaurus. Okay, I'd still be sad because the poor guy's been through a lot. Samoa Joe, uh, Will Hobbs. I mean, so, if he loses a Christian Cage, he might as well just hang up his his straps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if he loses a Christian Cage, it's probably like you know a job on the way out, sort of a thing. And I don't think yeah. that that's the case. So, no. um, this yeah. is interesting. Uh, Orange Cassidy defending uh, his title in in a Blackjack Battle Royal. Oh yeah, you don't really see that, that right? Yeah, you don't really see that. Yeah. It's so funny be, how they set that up. That'll be interesting. It's funny how they set that up. He's like, uh, if you want a shot at my title, go ask Tony Khan. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, uh, Renee was talking to him and she's like, hey, Orange, uh, remember earlier when you said uh, they should go in the, con- in the Tony Khan and ask for your title shot? Yeah. Well, 21 people went in there and asked him. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I'll fight all of them. Um, how many did you say? 21? 21, uh, man. Sounds like a good battle royal. Okay, cool. Well, 21 battle royal. Oh, and I'll be in it too. How about 22? It was just so funny. You know how nonchalant he is. But it went down just like that. He asked Renee, he's like, what'd you say? 21? Oh, yeah, okay. Sounds like a good battle royal. Well, 22 play- makes me. Good. <laughs> Take <it> there. <laughs> you want to play 21? Let's play 22. That's probably like a, a little nod to that maybe, huh? In a way, yeah. Where is he at? I got his figure somewhere. Oh, he's up there. I got him. So who I'm knows? So basically, do, is is Orange keeping it? Is this set up for him to be valiant, or is this set up for someone to surprisingly win his title? No, he's got another defense uh, lined up with one of the guys from Aussie Open. Okay, so yeah, it makes no sense for him to lose here. No. Okay. No, the TV champion from New Japan um, is uh, challenge has challenged him, or maybe not TV champion. I don't know. One of the champions from New Japan, uh, from Aussie Open, challenged him. Seems fair enough. Uh, AEW tag team titles. Uh, FTR. It's Jarrett Lethal with Mark Briscoe as the special guest referee. What? Okay, now I, I, I really hope that what I've thought about recently doesn't happen. <laughs> I really hope that Mark Briscoe doesn't turn heel on FTR. I would be so, so mad if that happens. I think they've already lost this uh, moment with... Uh... You know uh, the whole Mark Briscoe thing, so 
I don't know. You might as well. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. Are you saying like the the Jay Briscoe thing is kind of worn its thing? They're not really doing anything with him anyway, so. I mean, it's well, he's kind of like... looking towards. Uh, I think they're still kind of teasing the fact that he might get a rematch with Joe and at Ring of Honor for the television title. Because the last match I saw with him, okay. he was like, "Joe, I'm coming for you." So, I don't know. Their first match was really good, so maybe their second match will be good, and he'll he'll beat Joe. Who knows? I don't see FTR losing either way. Me neither. Uh, four pillars AEW championship. What's your pick here? I don't think they'll take the title off of MJF. But I wouldn't mind any three of those guys winning. This Especially is, uh, Sam. Is, is this like the first time they've done a multi-guy match for, for the title main event? I think so. On a, on a pay-per-view? I think so. Pretty sure. It's usually been a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, so they could do a lot of things here. I mean, this is like basically like a fatal four way, right? Or is it an elimination? Is that not clear? It's a fatal four way. It's a fatal four way. So MJF doesn't even really have to get pinned if they wanted to do something like that. No, and There's if I had to of... pick someone other than MJF, I would pick Sammy. Yeah, I mean, Sammy pins Jungle Boy and becomes the champion, you know, somehow, just, you know, but I don't think that's going to happen, but, I mean, no, they could, they could do that. Winning. So, but, who do you think he pins? As as, uh, I think he'll end up pinning Sammy. Ooh, okay. So, they further they that. With that. Yeah. They can further that. I like that. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, a couple more quick things here. Uh, Big Vito team, my man. We apparently finally have a release date for Fight Forever. My, Shut up. When my, did that come out? My wedding anniversary, um, June 27th. What? One is, month? Wait Forever is no longer a thing? That is the listed. Uh, let me see here. Uh, when this, does that come out? I just had this up. I was really, I'm um, really happy about that. Let me, uh, and, and I accidentally clicked it off, but let me go back here. Uh, these little bits and pieces uh, being taken from uh, the mothership wrestling observer.com. Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. Ryan Alvarez, whoever else writes for the website, that's where I'm uh, referencing here. Okay, so they say Fightful Select reported on Friday. Game scheduled to be released on June 27th. Fightful said they heard it from several retailers, but they were told the game would be released in late June. Additionally, reported the official announcement regarding the game's release date would be coming over the next week. Yeah, so they'll announce it on Dynamite on Wednesday. More than likely, yes. So there you go. Sweet. And usually we might talk a little bit about Rampage, but we're kind of against the wall here with time. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll try to do better the next time. time. It did. That will never happen again. It'll okay? never happen again. Let me tell you. We're going to lead with AEW from now on. Yeah. Um, the good stuff. We'll get into some of these ins and outs, but I figure that uh, we will know a lot more about uh, the stuff. And, oh, I actually lied. We're not done with the double or nothing. Um couple more matches confirmed it looks like we have this TBS title match uh, Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie yep that's her loss right there I don't think so I th- I do that's her 60th match right there Taya's cool but you know who should beat her and I told you to remind me about this, and I'm glad we're closing the show with this. Okay. I've been watching a ton of Impact recently because oh my goodness, because of the because of the the Impact channel is just kind of on. Long story, right? But it's on all day long. And you know who they need to get. They need to get. They need to get this Jordan Grace chick, dude. Oh, she's something, ain't she? Dude, I'm telling you. Like I, yeah, I, she's awesome. I saw two of her matches this morning, just randomly sitting in my living room, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like, how did I not know about this woman? Um, yeah, but we don't need uh, another monster chick to beat her. We need. She's not like a monster though. She's like she she's she's small. She's way smaller than uh might even be smaller than uh Valkyrie. Or no. All huh. depending. Alright. But uh and and it's official, uh but that so anyway, my pick would be Jade winning here, but you've got Taya, huh? Yeah. This, I got to once again, this is just fantasy booking in my head. Obviously, has real yeah. no basis in the real world, but you know, I think and that so would be I'm awesome. Still holding faith for Chris Statlander. There you go. Uh, also, it's been made official. Uh, it's I suppose here Roddy Strong and Jericho unsanctioned. Uh, not Roddy Strong. Uh, Adam Cole. And Jericho, unsanctioned match. Who do you got in this one? Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, you got to keep him strong, right? Yes. Got to keep him strong. He might be the next challenger for MJF. Who knows? Well, Big Vito team, a man. I think we've stayed... Long enough. I think we're getting kicked out of the bar. Oh, closing <laughs> time. Oh, sh- sh- we can't. We can't do that. I forgot. Semi-Sonic. Uh, yeah. Out the sure. '90s jams on me, man. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> but hey, folks. You know, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll work out the irons along the way. But this has been a great uh, first mission on the on the yeah. SS Super Quick Weekly Super Quick <laughs> Super Kick Weekly, and it was anything but super quick. Yeah. 
Ask him. Slow <laughs> but anyway, uh, that is it, I believe. So for Big Vito T, final words of wisdom. Um, you just been super kicked <laughs> by some major wrestling news. Random major That's right. wrestling news. That's on, how we do it here in Super Kick Weekly. On that note, we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Peace.